Welcome back to another Mornings with the Masters. We devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. Good morning, indeed. We're picking back up on New Morning Mercy, so Tori's going to take it from here. Yes, y'all, let's do it. It says this, Prayer is abandoning my reliance on me and running toward the rest that can be found only when I rely on the power of God. Prayer abandons independence. Prayer forsakes any thought that you can make it on your own. Prayer affirms dependency. Prayer acknowledges weakness. Prayer renounces assessments of capability. Prayer embraces the reality of failure. Prayer tells you that you are not at the center. Prayer calls you to abandon your plans for the wiser plans of another. Prayer flows from a deep personal sense of need and runs toward God's abundant grace. Because of what prayer really is, Mm. prayer is not natural for us. It is not natural for us to embrace our sin, weaknesses, and failures. It's not natural for us to be comfortable depending on the mercy of another. It's not natural for us to surrender our hopes and dreams to the better vision of another. It's not natural for us to surrender our wisdom and control to someone greater than us. It's not natural for us to think that we need grace. On the other hand, it's natural for us to think that our righteousness, wisdom, strength, and work are enough. As a result, many of our prayers are the religious pronouncements of self-righteous people, Mm. the long wish lists of entitled people, or the impatient demands of people who are wondering what in the world God is doing. So many of our prayers aren't prayers at all. Here's the bottom line. We need to be met by God's grace. If, in true humility, we are ever going to be able to abandon our self-reliance and pray for grace. It is only by grace that we will ever acknowledge our need for grace and worship God for the grace that he has so willingly lavished on us. Since prayer is fundamentally counterintuitive, we need grace to rescue us from our self-oriented religious meanderings so that with humble hearts we may acknowledge God as the Redeemer King and cast ourselves on his gracious care. Prayer always forsakes the kingdom of self for the kingdom of God. And for that, we all need forgiving, rescuing, and transforming grace. This is just the kind of grace for which true prayer leads us to cry out. Wow. That was beautiful. So good. I think it said, um, prayer always forsakes the kingdom of self for the kingdom of God. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really have a lot to say about this one. I just, it really made me just want to pray for God's will Mm -hmm. because that part where you mentioned, um, about how prayer can just be like this, like this, um, like mumbling of like self righteousness. I don't remember exactly what it said, yeah. but it was just like, wow. I'm not saying all my prayer life is like that. I'm not saying all your prayer life is like that. What I'm saying is, is that prayer is so much more. And we always talk every time we get on the topic of prayer, we always say it's so much more. But I think what I'm trying to allude to, it's so much more of God that we yeah. get whenever we pray and we connect with Him. Um, if I didn't connect with Tori, I would not know her. I would not know her heart. I would not know what she wants me to do. You know, if I didn't communicate with her and it's the same thing with God, if we're not communicating with him and it's almost kind of comical to me, just kind of putting it out there for myself. It's just like, wow, 
I have a connection to the creator of everything mm-hmm. and maybe three minutes a day in prayer. Maybe. You know what I mean? It's like, wow. Like the most powerful, intimate being ever to exist loves me, sent his son to die for me, give him a fraction of my day because I'm so, I'm so busy. I'm just really busy. You know what I mean? And it's just like, it's like, wow, Chad, like really? And that's just one of those things where that's, that's when I'm treating prayer the wrong way. But when I look at prayer for what it truly is, Mm -hmm. actually I'll say this because I don't want to, I'm not trying to hate on myself when I say, when I'm using prayer the wrong way, when I'm only using prayer for like 1% of what it is, is what I'm saying. Whenever I actualize the rest that prayer encompasses, Mm -hmm. then it's like, wow, I can't wait to spend more time talking to my heavenly father. You know what I mean? Yeah. 100%. It reminds me of, gosh, is it that verse or, um, Jesus talking about the two different types of prayers. One was the tax collector and one was the Pharisee or something like that. And the difference between their prayers, um, the Pharisee was just talking about like, thank you, God, that I'm not like the tax tax collector. collector. And the tax collector is just like, like completely humbled. Yeah. Yeah. That, you know, he could even, you know, Mm -hmm. come to the feet of the father. I'm going to look it up while you keep sharing. Okay. Um, I think it might be in Luke 18, um, by the way. But anyways, I was just thinking about, yeah, when he was talking about how we can come to God in prayer. And we as Christians, like if you are listening to this podcast, I don't think that prayer is something that's totally foreign to you. Um, But just making sure that like prayer is so much more meaningful with humility and like when you go into prayer and that's why we always talk about when we start our prayers we love to start with the adoration of God and when you start adoring the father when you start magnifying his characteristics when you truly start thinking about who he is then everything (coughs) else starts to come into perspective versus starting your prayer with supplication and like this is what I need mm-hmm. genie in the bottle please you know do yeah. this for me in my life um and how he was talking about like prayer forsakes um it says one second it says prayer prayer calls you to abandon your plans for the wiser plans of another and it's that whole thing of like so often we're bringing our plans to God and saying, Lord, can you please make these plans work out mm-hmm. versus asking the creator of the universe who has the best plan in store, what his plan for our life is and saying, Lord, would you reveal your plan for my life? And would you give me wisdom and clarity to walk that out today? I surrender my plans to you. I surrender my needs to you because I know, because I just took that time to acknowledge who you are and my deep need for you. And I just know as a, like as a woman, a lot of times our deep like need is for security. And we have this intimate relationship with a heavenly father that we can find our security in completely and yet do we 
right? Like if, if we have this deep longing and sense for security, but we're running to different things to find that when God's mm. like, I am your security. Yeah. Like I am what you need. <clears throat> and the fact that you can find that intimacy with him in prayer um, again, it's like, if you're not, then you're not experiencing the abundance that he has for you inside of your prayer life. Yeah. That scripture was Luke 18. I'm just going to pick up and it says, by the way, I'm not smart. It was just like in the, it was at the bottom of the, yeah, it was like, it's <laughs> so funny. Uh, two men went up into the temple to pray one, a Pharisee and one, a tax collector, the Pharisee standing by himself prayed thus, God, I thank you that I am not like the other men, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week. I give tithes of all that I get. But the tax collector standing far off would not even lift his eyes up to heaven, but beat his breast saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, this man went down to, the, to his house justified rather than the other. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, but the one who humbles himself will be exalted. And I just think that's a great way to end is just remembering yeah. that like, Hey, like we were in need of a savior. Yeah. And as much as we can like get into this Christian walk and we kind of start to forget about that sinful side of us, mm -hmm. which honestly can be good at times because remember like the, the, you know, the devil knows your name, but calls you by your sin. Yeah. God knows your sin, but calls you by your name. Mm -hmm. And he's, you know, we're not walking that way, but it is one of those heart posture things where we get, underneath God. And we're like, oh, wow, God, you are infinitely righteous. And I am so sorry that my selfishness has, has come into my prayer life and my, my, my communication with you so much so that it's become my priority is I only look at you to get things. I don't look at you to get you. And it's just like, that's what we've been talking about probably the past few days is getting God yeah. and it being so much more mm -hmm. than getting things. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I look right here and it says, <laughs> Elroy, God who sees. And it's such a beautiful reminder that God sees us. Mm -hmm. But I think in prayer, it's like our deepest desire should be to see God. Mm, that's really good. Yeah. Do you want to praise that out? I do. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you. We praise you. We adore you. We magnify your name today, Lord. Would you help us have humble hearts as we come to you in our prayer life, Father? Would you strip us of any self-righteousness, Father? Would you strip us of any pride? Would you just take that off of us, Father? We know that that is not of you. Lord, instead, would you cover us with the righteousness of Christ? Lord, we know that you see us through the lens of Christ and that, in itself is a grace we will never fully understand, but we're so grateful and thankful for, Father. Lord, I pray that as we pray, we would get glimpses of who you are, that we would experience the abundance of what prayer can look like, what intimacy with you can look like. Father, would you speak to us in your still, small voice? Would you lead us, Father, in the ways that you would have us go? Would you strengthen us when we're feeling weak. Lord, would you empower us to act courageously for your kingdom, Father? What a blessing it is that you don't need us, but you want us. That you see us, <clears throat> that you hear us, that your face is turned toward 
us, that we are not a burden to you, that we are not an inconvenience to you, Father, that your heart actually longs for us, is jealous for our attention, our devotion. Lord, I pray that we would find our true satisfaction and security in you and in you alone, Father. Would you tune our hearts to you today? We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, God. Amen, God. In, in your prayer, I was reminded at small group this week, this guy shared that whenever we pray to God, he doesn't turn away. He he leans forward to yeah. hear us. And so, anyways, now's that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing to the Lord. Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys, and we'll be talking to you tomorrow. Hasta luego.